We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, guys. Uh, we are back with a new episode of Real Wives in Radio. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Tanya. Uh, and this week it's a short little holiday week, but we do have a fun little interview uh, with one of the stars from Broadway San Diego's Miss Saigon, which yeah. is a musical that's been around forever. Ever, yeah. But I think this is the first time, or the first time I'm going to be seeing it in San Diego. I've never seen it, and girl, you know I come from the main attraction at Chula Vista <laughs> High School show choir. Um, and I've, I've seen a lot of musicals, but no, I've never seen Miss Saigon either, so I'm excited for you to watch it. I know. I'm taking my mom. It's going to be like a whole family thing. Uh, and Jackie, by the way, is from San Diego right here in City Heights, so you know we got to talk to her about that. So cool. Miss Saigon is playing at the San Diego Civic Theater July 9th through July 14th. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be on this with you guys. Yes. Um, Jackie, I am... I'm not only excited because you're Vietnamese American like I am. Uh, you grew up in yeah. City Heights, uh, <laughs> oh, which is yeah, like, hello, right? That's where all the Vietnamese people go yeah. and were raised. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to know, Jackie, where's your favorite Vietnamese spot to eat? Um, okay, yeah, on Alcohol Boulevard. Yes. Is that the same place? Yeah. <gasps> We were just talking about the egg rolls from there. Oh, no. Uh, oh, we were that's talking not the about same place. Yeah. is really good. Their, oh. their broth is really good for fun. Oh. What's the place with the egg rolls? Um, Achao. I told, I just introduced Tanya to oh, egg rolls yeah. from Achao. <laughs> I love that. I love Achao. that. I, I love that. I know all the spots. I know all the spots. Born and raised. Like, any spot you say, I'll probably know. So, yes, Achao is really good, too. So, when did you move out of San Diego? Um, when I was 17, I um, graduated from high school, and then I went to Cal State Fullerton for college. Mm-hmm. So I moved not too far, um, but I moved out of San Diego around 17. Okay. Uh, but I would always visit, you know, like Orange County is not that, that far from home. And um, I'm a mama's girl, so I would drive home a lot to mm-hmm. help out at home and visit. Um, so, yeah, I moved out at 17, and I went to Cal State Fullerton uh, for school. And then after I graduated college, I moved to L.A. for a year. And then after that, I moved to New York. And I've been in New York ever since. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, coming from, uh, yeah, I think we have similar backgrounds, Vietnamese parents mm-hmm. um, who escaped the war. Yes. How did you get yes. your Vietnamese parents to support you being an artist? <laughs> oh, good question. Um, very good question. Um, at first, I did not. <laughs> um, it was really, really hard. Um, it still is actually quite a struggle. I mean, um, not only just as an artist itself is such a hard lifestyle, but then you add in, um, you know, a culture, especially the Vietnamese culture, where they're not as familiar with, um, you know, the arts or musical theater at all. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think what I told my mom at first was that, look, I'm in choir. I do a lot of dance. I think I'm I'm very interested in doing this. Would you be okay, you know, if I went to school for this? And she was kind of confused the whole time. She didn't really know. But she said, you know, like, as long as you go to school and as long as that's something that you do and you do 150%, then she will support me. Um, So I ended up going to Cal State Fullerton for musical theater. Um, And at the time, it was really hard because our family friends, like, 
that's not even a thing in Vietnam. Right. So there's not even a correct terminology to explain that to, like, our family friends. So at first we kind of just said, you know, she's going for music or she's going for, you know, like, acting. Um, and it was really confusing for, like, even my brothers had a really hard time because I'm, like, first generation. I'm the firstborn American. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, like, the only girl. Why would I do something outlandish and crazy like musical theater? Um but I just loved it so much, and I thought, you know, if I apply the same work ethic and the same dedication that I know that, that at least that is something that our culture values, if I do that with musical theater, I can prove them that, you know, this can be a career and this can be something I could live off of. Also, I mean, it took a long time. It was not overnight. It wasn't over a year. It was definitely, like, over a course of many years for my family to understand the more shows that they came to see that the more they understood like okay this is not just a hobby right right lifestyle yeah that that, um that's how i felt with um with radio my parents didn't understand that either they're like why why are you doing this why are you waking up early to intern at a morning show why are you spending your weekends doing this like i I mean tanya's Tanya's yeah i've seen it but like the further along that she's the further along she's come in her career um the the yeah. more that they've taken her seriously and yeah. her art seriously and her passion right. seriously so and now, like now i kind of feel like they're finally at the point where they're like oh kind of proud to be like oh my daughter's on the radio you can hear her on this this and that yeah. but you know i definitely it's feel you a little longer yeah it's like a, a cultural divide that's all it is I yeah mean, I, I couldn't blame them for not understanding now that I know how difficult this career is, I'm kind of thankful they didn't really understand it anyway. Yeah. Because I, if they had known, I don't think that my mom would actually be okay with knowing the gravity of how difficult this career is anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it was like my shows and you know the, the longevity of my career so far has been able to like prove them that this is something. I mean, but that's with everything that you do whether it's a doctor or whatever, like anyone can go into a field and still fail. Right. You know, so I feel like I'm happy that now I have their support and like now they're very proud of me. And I knew it was just a cultural thing though. I, I, that was something I still could like understand that that was just something that they didn't really know. Right. Well, now I kind of feel like, um, Asian actors are finally starting to have a little bit of a moment with movies like Crazy Rich Asians yes. and and Ali Wong's Always Be My Baby, where mm-hmm. we're actually getting a kind yes. of a, a different light where Asian actors don't have to be the stereotypical like nerd. We can be the hot, desirable no. people. Um, what yes. would you like to 100%. see more of uh, Hollywood go and what kind of direction? I Honestly, that's pretty much it. Always Be My Baby was something that I really loved seeing that we were just playing normal people mm-hmm. that we you know you just saw our culture within the realms of that film but it wasn't like a slap in the face it wasn't like over and over like trying to prove like oh this is what our culture is like it's just kind of like immersing an audience into our culture without having to like be so apparent and obvious that's something i, I love i want to see more rom-coms like that mm-hmm. but i also want to see more drama and, and a lot more serious because crazy rich asians and always be my maybe those are rom-coms and right. i feel like now we have an opportunity to tell real stories not that those stories aren't real but more dramatic stories more stories like of our asian american experience like i feel like there's this like inside joke or like you and i we know what it's like to be in the arts as an asian but like the mainstream media they don't really understand like the plight 
of uh, Asian artists, really. They right. don't really know, like, what it's actually like. So I'd love to see something, like an indie film, anything that kind of shows, like, the downside and, like, the racism and the real, you know, things that we have to encounter all the time. And I'd love for that to be more exposed. Um, I think the comedies are lovely, and I think that they open amazing doors and opportunities. But I also think that, like, it doesn't always have to be something to be like laughed about. Right. There can be suffering and drama, and that, that's still another perspective we should see. Yeah, just go the next step forward. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Jackie, this is so exciting that you get to be in Miss Saigon and you get to perform in your hometown. Yeah. Like, how proud do you yeah. feel? I I don't even know how to feel. To be honest, I'm just so beyond. I, I just can't believe it. I have, like, 13 people coming on Thursday, 17 <laughs> people coming on Thursday. Oh. They're all Vietnamese. They've never seen a musical. Oh, That's my mom. I love I'm that. Yeah, I'm taking my mom just, on to see you. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't, like, I just can't believe it. I can't believe I get to drive, like, my, you know, my I'm staying at my mom's house, which is still in City Heights. It's, like, Aww. 10 minutes from the theater. I just, I don't know, it's surreal, because that's where I first saw my music, the first musicals, you know, and I, that was my first exposure to musical theater as a teenager, so being able to do that as an as an adult is pretty wild, actually. Definitely a full circle yeah. moment for you, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so yes, can, I'm really excited. When did your, your passion and your, your love for the arts come into play? It was definitely senior year of high school. I didn't grow up doing any of it. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like, um, you know, we we were really poor growing up, so I didn't get to like do a lot of extracurricular activities. And also like in our culture, that's not really something you don't like enroll in ballet or you Mm -hmm. don't really go on a swim team or, you know, that wasn't something that I was familiar with. So when I went to school, I went to the Price School, UCSD, and that from sixth grade through 12th grade, they were just starting a new charter school and they started a choir program. And I started doing the choir from sixth grade through 12th. And a a mentor, like a guest teacher of ours came in and she saw that I just like loved singing and loved dancing so much. And by the time I was a senior, a junior or senior in high school, she suggested like, hey, have you ever seen a musical? Is this something you would ever want to do? I was like, I don't, I mean, I've seen Annie on TV, but I've never, I don't really know what that is. And so she was like, Miss Saigon is actually playing at the Starlight Theater about Boa Park. You should go watch it. It's like, you know, about, you know, the Vietnam War. I think you'll like it. And so my best friend and I, who's also Vietnamese, she and I went to go see Miss Saigon um, at Starlight Theater. And that was my very first exposure to musical theater with Miss Saigon. Oh, how cool. So, wow. And here you yeah. are in San Diego, I in your hometown. In San Diego. I, I, that's yes. like, that's got to be such a trip and so wonderful all at the same time. I got to ask you a quick question about yeah. your first job ever that I read about, okay? Because you, you danced at SeaWorld, <laughs> yeah, right? Club yes. SeaWorld? Yes. SeaWorld Summer Nights um, with Ashley Simpson? SeaWorld Summer Nights <laughs> with Ashley Simpson when I was like 15. No what? way! Like, it was the biggest because it was like when SeaWorld was just doing like these like celebrity concerts at night. Yeah. And I didn't so even know they did I was that. On the dance team. Yeah. And we auditioned to be like her opening act. And so I got I got part of that gig. That was my first professional. Whoa. That's so cool. Uh, so yeah, cool. Yeah. It was amazing. So That's that was kind of like 
but at that time, I, it still wasn't theater. You know, it was like dancing, and yeah. I, I was also singing, so I didn't really know. You know, like I, at the time, I really didn't really know what my path was going to be. I, I knew I enjoyed counseling, and I knew I enjoyed it, like education. I kind of wanted to help like lower income students and stuff mm-hmm. because so many counselors helped me, and so I was like, maybe that's the path I'll go. And then suddenly, this musical theater career just like landed and I just kind of started following it honestly it wasn't ever something I predicted I would do but now I'm doing it (laughs) gosh how how like how how, you must feel so grateful for all the people you met along the way and all those people that opened those doors for you because it doesn't sound like you were on the path to do something like this ever you know and then feels like just randomly all these little doors open for you and I'm glad that you landed in a spot where you're now in your own hometown performing yeah. that that first musical that you yes. saw, it's so wonderful. I've actually, yes. I um, I, I have a show choir the, <laughs> show choir background. Um, <laughs> I do, I do, but I've never seen uh, Miss Saigon, so I'm really excited to see it for the first time. I know, I've My never goodness. seen it. I know. So, uh, can you tell I me a little bit about it? it? I mean, just and a- for your mom, yes. Um, well, it takes place during the war, and it's uh, right around the fall. And the main character, her name is Kim. She's an orphan uh, by the war, and she ends up uh, working at this bar. And um, there she meets an American GI. She falls in love with him, and it kind of is their love story that unfolds within the realms of this war. Hmm. And so it's a story about love, survival, sacrifice, um, and just, like, how the human condition lasts, lasts and how it can persevere during the state of really tough times during war and how it affects people wow. in that in that state so it's it's different people's stories interwoven in, in between that and um yeah there's like me and another i'm in the ensemble and there's another vietnamese um guy in the ensemble his name's matthew overberg both of us are diligently every day trying to make sure it stays as authentic and um you know, we try to add Vietnamese to it. And, oh, good. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing <laughs> love story. So, yes, yes. So you'll understand some of it. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like, you know, as you're telling us the synopsis of the of the show, it's that is uh-huh. just so familiar with so many Vietnamese American families. Like, yes, I like yeah. you know somebody. Or, that it's you know, could be your aunt or your mom even that's, that lives that life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's scenes in the show that uh, show like people at the embassy escaping on helicopters. There's people running away from communists on a boat. There's people sneaking around having to go to Thailand. Like there's a story. We all know an aunt, a cousin, you know, someone from that generation. Are, I, I mean, and I mean, it's like my mom, not my great, great, great grandma, but like my mother mm-hmm. has to do stuff like that in order to get to America. So it's very familiar. The only thing is that musical theater it's just not familiar to our culture. So that's why I'm hoping a lot of our families can come out and see this and see that there's like a, you know, an outlet that's different than TV or movies that like still represent a little bit of their history. Yeah. You know? Well, I am, I'm very proud. I don't know you, but I am just proud of you. (laughs) As a fellow Vietnamese girl, I'm very proud of where you are and what you are doing. So thank you for that. 
Oh, my God. Thank you. And please let me know when you're going to see the show. I'd love to meet you. I want to take you and your mom backstage. Like, I need to meet you. That would be so, so sweet. Well, she would know, love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and before we let you go, Jackie, what is, mm-hmm. like, the one thing? If you have some downtime in San Diego, what do you have to go do? Um, I have to get tacos at Tacos El Gordo. <laughs> okay, good. Number one priority. Um, pretty much that that and going to get a bowl of pho with my mom yeah. is like that every time I'm in San Diego, that is an absolute must. Um, and I like to go vintage shopping in Hillcrest. So that's another something that I love to do. <laughs> um, so probably those three, but just spending time with my mom, pretty much taking Aww. her wherever she needs to go. I bet she's so yeah. proud and happy to have you home. Um, well, Jackie, thank yeah, you so really much excited. again uh, for being here, being on with us. And everybody, you guys got to go see Miss Saigon. It's playing at the Civic Center uh, July 9th through 14th. So, uh, I mean, I know it's going to be a, a, like a five-day window, but you guys got to go get tickets. Yeah. Go support. Yeah. Yes, please come see us. Well, that was fun. That was super cool to interview a, a local, right, yes. that's in Miss Saigon. You got to tell us how it is, Dorothy. You're going to go see it next week. We hope everyone has a fun and safe holiday weekend, and um, we hope that you still call us at our new number, (laughs) our new voicemail, yeah, 619-537-9937. I'm still learning it, too, so 619-537-9937. We still have not gotten a lot of calls on the sister wives. (laughs) I still love it. I still love it. Um, So call us and tell us what you think about that, and just call us if you ever need anything. And we'll be back with another episode next week. It's a special episode. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, we have some special guests joining us next week, um, and we have a fun little... Show planned. Yes, we do. Yes, Yes, we do. It's going to be a good episode, so uh, we'll talk to you next week, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yes, uh, at Real Wives and Radio, and then uh, you can follow me at Dorothy on Air. Yeah, you can follow me at I'm Tanya Gonzalez, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.